The combination of Biden's recession plus Biden's out-of-control border has turned many Americans against immigration, including legal immigration. Let's look at some of the numbers in a chalk talk that is powered by Getter. Recent poll out from NPR and Ipsos. They asked, is this an invasion at our southern border? A solid majority, 56%, said yes. 76% of Republicans said yes. It's an invasion. Let's also look at the trends of four years ago during the midterms versus today. Back then, a supermajority, 65%, supported DACA, now barely a majority at 51%. Support for a wall completely across the southern border, a complete wall, has risen 8% in the last four years. And this one, I think, is really telling. They asked the question, is immigration an important part of U.S. national identity? Four years ago, overwhelming majority on that point not so much any longer. Folks, the two eyes, immigration and inflation, they remain the burning issues for these upcoming elections. Okay, you're back in the war room. It is uh, Tuesday, the 23rd of August, the year of our Lord, 2022. I want to bring in Steve Cortez now. By the way, Steve, walk through the, it, I'm going to get to the immigration analysis in a second, but you've always said it's two eyes. It's immigration and inflation. I want to add a D. It's IID, depression. Walk through the, the latest numbers that came out this morning, sir, and how our theory of the case is that we're one or two moves away from the bottom falling out of this. Steve, no, listen, I think you're exactly right. And by the way, I would say you know, that that eye of inflation is what is leading, of course, to into this recession and even risks of a depression. So we got some miserable news out again today. By the way, yesterday, the stock market absolutely walloped. Uh, and then today, the terrible news was the Purchasing Managers Index, PMI, widely followed. We talk about it a lot on this show for one reason, because it's done globally with basically the same criteria. So it gives you good apples to apples comparisons among countries. Well, the unfortunate reality right now is that among industrial nations, the United States is literally in last place regarding PMIs. This morning, services PMI came out. It was supposed to be at 49. And that would be troubling enough because below 50 is contraction. That's what's known as a diffusion index. If you're below 50, you're in recession. 49 was expectations. Steven came out at 44. Just an absolute implosion. And by the way, PMI never misses to that degree versus expectations. This is another aspect of this current economic crisis that we're in that we've talked about on the show is how wildly the economic data is missing expectations. There are armies of PhDs, people who went to fancy schools like Dr. Navarro to get PhDs in economics who are very handsomely paid to predict where these data are going to come in. And they are increasingly unable to. Why? Because the Biden economy is so chaotic. It's so unpredictable. It's so unprecedented in so many ways that it's incredibly hard, even for the smartest minds out there in econometrics, to predict where these numbers will lie. But here's the point. 44, Steve, is not just in contraction mode. Uh, it is deep, deep recession with the risks, you're exactly right, of one or two serious policy mistakes tipping us all the way into depression. I mean, that is the reality right now. Let's also remember, according to Census Bureau report, we talked about this last week on your show, according to Census Bureau report of Americans who are behind right now, who did not pay their rent or their mortgage, and that's over 10 million total Americans, 40% of them, over 5 million believe they are going to be evicted or foreclosed upon in the next two months. Steve, those are depression type numbers. When you combine that information from consumers, from renters and homeowners, when you combine that with this PMI data on services, and by the way, the United States is a services economy. I wish we were more industrial, but the reality is we're a services economy. And when services PMI crashes into the ditch like this, uh, attention must be paid. 
Now, this is the point. It's not just the PMI. And by the way, tell what the purchasers and managers are. These are the guys right in the middle that are buying the goods and services. Right. They're getting the things that actually make the whole system work. This is kind of the inside baseball, and it's really the only indice that we actually can do that you can monitor it worldwide about what what the guys in inside the operations are buying, you know, stuff they're getting, et cetera. So when the purchase manager index drops like this, it's it's almost historic. But first off, it shows you that guys that are on top of this missed it again. And in addition, it's the service side. They always talk about where the service economy, that's where the jobs are still coming. You know, they're they're running around last week, oh, all these service jobs, et cetera. But the 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 signal, not the noise, is you've got trouble there's deep trouble in River City, is there not Mr. Steve Cortez. No, absolutely. And by the way, PMI today for the United States, it missed on both the manufacturing side and the services side. But the services side, in fact, is in far worse condition. And that's where we are. We are so bad too relative to the rest of the world. That's the reality right now. Uh, look, this economy is absolutely imploding before our eyes. Uh, that is the reality at the consumer level, at the industrial manufacturing level. And you're exactly right, Steve. What's, what's important also about PMIs is that they are forward looking. Like we talked before about manufacturing new orders which are crashing. Uh, this PMI index is forward looking because businesses buy so that they can create and they can then sell to their customers, whether it's services or tangible physical goods. So this is a forward looking indicator, which is telling us a lot of trouble. And by the way, when I speak about unprecedented, so often in this Biden economy, we've got to go back to either the Great Recession of 08, 09, or we've got to go all the way back to the 1970s to even have any comparisons. And that is the case here, unfortunately, with this services PMI. It is the biggest drop other than the spring lockdowns of 2020, it is the biggest drop since the 08-09 recession. So that we are getting into great recession kind of territory with, again, the risks, in my view, that we can actually tip all the way into depression. And uh, if you like, Steve, I've got a few charts that I can run through, too, to show sure. the current let's, state let's, of the economy. So let's go to uh, to chart number one. And this is, um, this is the XRT uh, retail ETF. So this is the entire retailer sector. You get it in one ticker, which is just XRT, all the big retailers that you that you would know and that you probably actually shop at. So you can see, and I think this is important to give some context. There was a nice bounce in July and into the first couple of weeks of August in the stock market. But when you put that, that bounce, and this chart goes back one year, when you put that bounce in context, if you look at a year, for example, it's really not very material. It's the normal sort of ebb and flow of how financial markets work. Um, and let's be very clear, after yesterday's puke, and that's hold really what happened on. in the stock market, after yesterday's- Hold on, hang on, no. hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, 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 don't, you're too charitable. It's a dead cat bounce. And that's what we keep saying. Don't. If you're listening to these cheerleaders on these business networks, buy right. the dip, you're going to get a visit. And we don't, we're not here to give you personal financial advice. We try to give the macro. But when you see a dead cat bounce like that, which we called it, and they're out there with the pom-poms, is all over, now go long, everything like that. They're, remember, they're making it all off fees. That's just by the dip. They're eviscerating your net worth, okay? Just look at the underlying reality of the economy because the markets will catch up. Steve Cortez. No, that's exactly right. Because the business networks in this country, unfortunately, have lost all credibility. They are propagandists, both for the regime in terms of political narratives, but then also, yes, you're exactly right, for the brokerage houses, right, who want to act as nothing but cheerleaders because that's largely who pays them. But if we look at, the, at that chart on XRT, what we see is that even with a bit of a lift off of the summer lows, uh, given yesterday's meltdown in the stock market, it is now 36% 
off of its highs of last November. And in Wall Street, down 20% is a bear market. It's almost twice that bad in retailers. That is the condition of the consumer right now in the United States. Price is truth. There is no arguing with the price of where the XRT, which is the whole retail, retail sector in one ticker, you know, of where that is. But uh, let's also look at, at small business and let's get back to the job creation side. If we go to chart number two, I think this is crucial. This is the National Federation of Independent Business, which is the largest organization that represents small firms in the United States. And this is their survey regarding the number one concern. They asked, what is the number one concern of small business? And this is the percentage saying inflation. This is the percentage reporting price pressure. And for those who are watching the telecast, you can see how massive this spike is since Joe Biden took office. 37% of small businesses now say their number one concern is inflation. That is the highest level since 1979. That is the reality right now for the job creating small business sector. Now let's go to chart number three regarding jobs also. And this is larger firms. Uh, and this is a headline from Bloomberg that just came out. Layoffs are in the works at half of companies. And this comes from a PwC, which is a huge consulting firm. This comes from their survey of top executives, primarily at big firms. So we see the pain on Main Street with the little guys, with the shop owners and the small firms. Now the big firms, half of them, have reported that they are planning layoffs. So layoffs are looming in mass. That is the unfortunate reality. And that is from the mouths of the executives, the people who are going to be doing the layoffs, who are going to institute uh, those job reductions. And let's go to chart number four, the last one here. I wanna show real earnings because even for those who do keep their jobs, and of course we want everybody to keep their job, but for those who keep their job, the point is, even if they work incredibly hard, Steve, they're getting poorer every month because their pay simply cannot keep pace with soaring inflation because of Joe Biden. If we look at this chart, this shows real wages, wages adjusted for inflation, which have now been below zero. They have been imploding for 16 straight months, negative 3% last month. That is the reality right now. Americans are getting poorer every single month. And they know the it. Hardy, and Steve, to connect the, the, this to my chalk talk the hardy, on immigration, because I think the two issues are absolutely connected. Look, they, they are, but hang on for one second. I want to go back if Denver could do it. I know we're pressed for time. Just go back to the pre, not the last chart, but the previous chart. I want you to give the, the statistics we've dug up on the, on the people that feel they're going to be evicted. Remember, the people that feel they're going to be evicted ain't the ones that are about to be laid off. This is where we want to, we want to look, like Wellington said, we want to look on the other side of the hill. The layoffs are coming. Go back to the people who think they're evicted, uh, Steve, your, your, your analysis of, of the 5 million. The 5 That's million right. things that think they're going to be evicted, those are the ones right now that are either laid off, not getting, they're falling behind because their wages aren't keeping up. That's them. The wave of the layoffs are going to come. That's when the, rent the mortgage foreclosures and not paying the rent and getting kicked out is right. really going to hit. My point is you're about to turbocharge this number. Give me the numbers that exist today, that $5 million number, that 5 million it's, person it's number. Walk me through that. Yeah. According to the Census Bureau, it is 5.4 million Americans right now report in a Census Bureau survey that they believe they're already behind on their rent and they believe that they're rent or their mortgage and they believe that they are going to be kicked out of their home, that they will be evicted or foreclosed upon in the next two months. Okay, so this is there's an imminence and an urgency to this, Steve. And again, those are grapes of wrath kind of numbers. And you're exactly right. That's without the layoffs really uh, taking hold yet. The layoffs hold, that we go know back, are- Hold on, slow, yeah, hang, hang the, on. I wanna to go to your chart and go to the layoffs again. 
when you combine the census number, this is what you do as an investment banker making the board presentation. When you combine the census number, Cortez, walk me through that chart. With that, the fall, October, November, and with the natural gas prices going to kick up their all-time high, and, and my guys are on the gas, it's going to go when the LNG plants up, it's going to go to up to 12 bucks. The, the now comes the winter of our discontent. Walk me through that layoff number, sir. How do you get to that layoff number? And Steve, by the way, natural gas hit ten dollars today, something it has not done since two thousand and eight. And for context, when Joe Biden took office, it was two dollars and fifty cents. It has literally quadrupled the price of natural gas. And natural gas, in yeah. some ways, is even more important than gasoline to the economy 100%. because it really fuels the factories and farms of America. I mean, it, it is it, the if your food. Your food price is going to turbocharge. This is what's going to quadruple in in England. Go back to that. Go back to the guys making the decision on the layoffs. The yeah, audience the layoffs. must hear this. Go back to that. So this is a PwC, which is a massive global consulting firm, and they did a survey of their customers, who are the executives, CEOs, and C-suite level executives, primarily of the bigger firms in the United States. They don't tend to consult a small business, and we know what you know what uh, dire straits small business is in. But they they surveyed their customers. And 50% of those executives say layoffs are coming, that they are they are instituting layoffs. Not that they're thinking about it, that they are doing it, that they are going to lay people off. This was also telling in that same survey, in that Bloomberg article, Steve, 44% of them said that they are starting to rescind offers. So think about that. They have literally made job offers to people. People have accepted yeah. those job offers. Yeah. They believe that they're reporting for yeah. work. They believe they're going to start getting a paycheck. And the company is saying, Surprise. nah, sorry. Not, not any longer. Forty-four percent of them report that in this in this same Bloomberg article. So it's really stunning, Steve, the level of despondency and despair that's out there. In contrast Hits. with the continual cheerleading of the corporate media. Here's the apparatus. Here's what they're going to try to do when they come back from summer. It's another massive Keynesian stimulus bill. They're going to go to panic mode, and the Fed is going to continue to watch. They're going to go dovish. Dovish, and they're not going to do the quantitative tightening. It's going to be back to easy money. They got the apparatus only has one way to save themselves: print money, print money. You watch; it's all coming. Uh, by the way, Cortez, give your give your coordinates. How do people follow you and get to your great chalk talks, all your analysis, and your and your live hits on Getter? Yeah, please find me at Getter. I'm just very simple there at Steve. I'm also still on Twitter at Cortez Steve Cortez with an S. Steve, I got to get you back to do the immigration. We got to drill down to the NPR poll. It's unbelievable, and the nation's awakening to it. There's awakening. There's a great awakening. Short break. We got Dr. Robert Malone on Tony Fauci. I think we're gonna get Julie Kelly. We got so much going on. We will get the moms that are running, putting it all on the line down in Florida to take over school boards. All next. If you're cheery enough now, after that economic analysis, stick around. You ain't seen nothing yet in the war room. You know what's never good? When your nation's supposed authority on economic policy completely misses the flashing red lights of impending inflation. Now, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has finally admitted, quote, there's been an unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted energy and food prices and supply bottlenecks that affected our economy badly that I didn't at the time fully understand, end quote. You know who understands the real threat of inflation? People who invested in gold and silver with Birch Gold Group. They're protecting their savings from a highly turbulent economy by diversifying their 401k or IRA into gold. 
physical gold. It's not too late for you to take action now. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, countless five-star reviews, and thousands of satisfied customers, text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 and get the real help from Birch Gold today. Again, text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free, no-obligation information kit on protecting your savings with gold. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon, and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. MyPillow.com, promo code WORM. If you bundle them off to college, you got to go there right now. Get them kitted outright. You got towels, pillows, sheets, biblical pillows, biblical blankets, all of it, slippers, moccasins. Buy one, get one, freeze. All-time sales. Walmart kicked him out. Got the $19.88 classic pillow. Go check it out. Make sure they don't go off. Look, you're keeping the soccer trophies. Least you can do is give them a pillow, right? Come on. So go to MyPillow.com today. Make sure everybody's taken care of. Okay. Of all the heroes we got, and there are people fighting at every level, and it's just amazing, and we're going to start having after today, primary day, we're going to start having all the great people at the summit. I'm going to do all 50 states, and you're going to be blown away by the people you see, and the people at the precinct strategy, you know, Dan Schultz and, and Steve Stern, all these people. The, the biggest heroes are the moms, because they are like the Marines. They're like the special forces. They're like Mara- uh, Merrill's Marauders in Burma back in, the, in World War II. Allie Legg is running for school board uh, countywide in Hillsborough, uh, Florida. Today's election day, primary day. Allie, tell, tell the audience why you decided to do this and, and, and what are you trying to accomplish? Well, hi, Steve and everyone watching. Thank you so much for having me on. Um, I decided to run because, one, I'm a veteran and I'm a mom of five, right? And 2020 was a huge eye-opener for us. And when you have government operating outside of the consent of the people trying to make medical decisions, for the citizens that they are hired to serve, which is a privilege, not a right, we have a problem here. Um, There are other issues that are going on in our schools. We have pornography in our schools. We have parents that came to express their concerns about the curriculum that their children were being taught because they were overhearing it when they decided to close our schools down and they locked everybody in their houses. Um, When we went to the school board meetings, we were treated like we were domestic terrorists. There were more resource officers at our school board meetings than there ever are at our schools but they talk about being concerned for child, for child safety and student safety. So as a veteran and as a mom, I just could not stand idly by. And if not me, then when, if, if not me, then who, if not now, then when. When you were a vet, when you were active duty, did you ever think it would get to the point that you would actually essentially be called back to service to serve your country at the school board level that you would actually have to, have to serve your country. You've got five kids. Hey, I'm a mom. I got to get my job done as a mom that you would actually be called back. And I would argue maybe even for greater service than defending the nation from attack to defend our right. children no. for what's going on. Did, did you ever no, think of never. that? Mm-mm, not at all. I mean, I've been active in politics. I want to say for about six years, I've been uh, an advocate for parental rights, religious, medical, educational freedom, advocating for children with special needs and that are medically complex, 
making sure that there are inherent rights are not stripped away through our legislature. And we do that by building relationships with local elected representatives in order to hold them accountable for what they do. I actually teach that with um, another mom's organization, parent-led organization called Moms for America. Um, and I teach families across the nation how to do that. And in, in order to hold your elected representatives accountable, you have to know the proper role of government and their proper role of office and how their decisions affect you as a family. Um, so a couple of years ago, three years ago, if you would have told me or two years ago, if you'd have told me I was going to run for office, I would have laughed at you. Uh, this was not something that I wanted to do. It's something that I feel like I have to do. Allie, how can people follow you today on social media? How do they get to the course that you teach and, and how do we get to your campaign? I know you're busy in today's election day. So how do people follow it closely and, and how do people support you? So on Instagram, it's vote Allie Leg, A-L-Y-L-E-G-G-E. Um, I'm on Twitter and I I can't remember the Twitter one. It's like Leg for Hillsborough County School Board. It's a mess. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't thinking when I did that one. <laughs> um, but you can also find me on um, on Facebook, type in Allie Leg and I'm, I'm on there. Um, there you go, right? Vote Allie Leg. That's how you find me. You can go to my website, okay. voteallymarieleg.com. Uh, and I usually give my phone number out. It's 813-699-0695. I want to be the people's candidate. So I need everybody to get out today and go vote. It is primary day, the most important election day of any cycle. Um, this is where our school boards are decided. This is where our judges are decided. So be an informed voter and get out and vote. Allie, you're a hero and a patriot. Fight on. We'll check in later in the day and see how it turns out. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much. These are, I'm telling you, if you look at the MAGA movement, if you look at the moms involved, it's just absolutely incredible. Our side of the football is so amazingly impressive. It, it blows me away every day. I got a cold open for the revered Dr. Uh, Robert Malone. Let's go ahead and play it. Dr. Fauci, what does your departure tell us about where we are in the state of the COVID-19 pandemic right now? You know, Caitlin, I don't think it tells us anything specific about where we are, but I can address where we are. And I believe that we're in a situation where I hope as the months go by, we will be able to get this outbreak down to a low enough level so that it won't disrupt society to the extent that it has over the last two and a half years. We have the wherewithal to do it. We just have to implement it. We still, as I've told you several times over the past couple of years, we only have 67% of our population vaccinated and only about a half of those have been boosted. That is really unacceptable when you compare us to the rest of the world, including low and middle income countries. So we've got to do better than that. I mean, this is a formidable virus. No matter what you do, there is going to be suffering and pain, but we can alleviate it a lot better if we follow the very obvious public health practices of vaccinating and boosting. And hopefully as we get into the fall and the more updated boosters particularly the new bivalent ba5 boosters become available yeah. in september that we utilize them and i don't have to tell you this dr fauci that republicans really to you to them you are a symbol of the restrictions that came along with covid19 of course republican lawmakers and you have clashed many times and they are expected to take over the house this fall potentially and they promised to investigate you if they did did that have any role in, in your departure? None at all, Caitlin, really, none at all, N not even a slight amount. 
uh, I have nothing to hide and I can defend everything I've done. So that doesn't phase me or bother me. My decisions of stepping down go back uh, well over a year. I had decided I might want to step down at the end of the Trump administration. But when President Biden was elected, one of the first things he did was to ask me to join and be his chief medical advisor, which I took as a great honor and I enthusiastically accepted. Okay. I thought that was going to last about a year. Every, every, everything out of his mouth is a lie. But uh, hey, Dr. Monica, bring you in. So here's the good thing about Fauci, and I do respect him in this regard. The brother's still selling hard. I mean, he's not backing off an inch. He's selling hard. And he also says, he also says, no offense, Doc Malone, to you and Naomi Wolf and, you know, to Harvey Risch and MTG we had in there. He just said, bring it. I got it. I, I, I can defend everything. And he's still pushing. He's still pushing new boosters. Dr. Robert Malone, your thoughts. Yeah, uh, and neglecting to account for the adverse event data in terms of morbidity and mortality associated with the current inoculations, where it's increasingly apparent globally that those that are highly inoculated, in other words, have received three, four more injections, are the ones that are populating our hospitals and dying. The vast majority of the people that are being hospitalized and dying are the highly inoculated. And we've gone over the logic of that, Steve, at, at length. I agree the chutzpah of this gentleman uh, knows no bounds. But we're also in a situation of very active historic revisionism. And I, I have no, my personal assessment uh, in terms of the kabuki theater that typically happens at times like this is there's a major push right now uh, for um, historic revisionism. They want to change the uh, storyline that's come out about their actions. Uh, they are clearly attempting to throw Walensky, not Bob Redfield, under the bus and actively blaming CDC. Deborah Burks, in a recent interview, had the temerity to uh, point to the CDC and blame them for not being transparent and not following the science. Burke said she always knew the vaccines weren't gonna work. Fauci says the masks and the lockdowns were the fault of the CDC, not himself and Burks. And I believe that what's going on here with his resignation is uh, an extension of what we discussed when I was last with you, that Francis Collins is in the White House now actively manipulating who's gonna be his successor and I suspect that the logic here in terms of the timing is to allow Tony to select his successor right now and hopefully get that person appointed before there is the January swearing in of the new Congress. When you say uh, to change the narrative, I just want to make sure I get this correctly. You're saying this uh, CDC report came out and they said, hey, we don't have enough money resources. The states have still too much power and information. You believe they're trying to single out the CDC to take care of all their sins of everything they did on the vaccine, everything they did on the mask. If Fauci was out there, up there every day as a senior advisor, everything you think he and Burks or even with Collins are going to dump it all in the CDC, take care of it, get rid of a few underlings and then try to uh, clean their skirts that way. Is that essentially your argument? Rochelle Walensky, in my opinion, is the bag holder using uh, language uh, from Wall Street. 
She is going to be the one that's going to be stuck with the blame here. And we've seen that deployed now repeatedly in interviews. And uh, she is not part of the in crowd of this close in click that has made all the decisions and driven everything. Uh, Bob Redfield is, Deborah Burks is, Tony Fauci is. They're going to shift all the blame to this outsider who came in from Harvard and has no prior government experience. And I don't know. Doctor Malone, hang on. I just want to keep. I want to keep you through the break. I just got a couple of things on the other side, and I also want to talk about your book that's coming out and how we're going to set this right. We got Julie Kelly. We have Mike Lindell. We have another couple of moms that are running today. We're packed to the gills. We're going to get it all done here in the world. Be back in a second. Millions of Americans are waking up to a country they don't recognize. And while they struggle to raise their families and pay the bills, the media and corporations are telling them they're what's wrong with the country. Well, thankfully, there are a few companies that still believe in America and our Constitution. Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative cell phone company, is on the front lines fighting for the sanctity of life, religious freedom, and the Second Amendment. This is why Patriot Mobile is different from every other provider out there. Inflation has made it really hard on many Americans. Thankfully, Patriot Mobile has plans for almost any budget. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. I want to repeat that. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers. Get the same great service plus the knowledge that your money is supporting the values that made America great and will make her great again. Go to PatriotMobile.com. That's one word, PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Use the offer code Bannon to get free activation. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call 972-PATRIOT. Action, action, action. Do this today. War Room Pandemic with Stephen K. Bannon. The epidemic is a demon and we cannot let this demon hide. War Room Pandemic. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, MyPillow.com, you're, kit, you're rolling them out to, uh, to college. You're keeping the soccer trophies in the bedroom, the spare bedroom, but you're, you're sending them to parts unknown. Make sure they're kitted out. Go to MyPillow.com, promo code WARROOM right now and check out all the sales, all the buy one, get one's free. Everything you need to make sure they're totally taken care of. Hey, you're keeping the trophies, give them a pillow. How's that sound? Is that a fair swap? Um, Dr. Malone, we're going to get the book up in a second. We're pressed for time, but just real quickly, they're doing things behind the scenes for action. You know, Fran- and Francis Collins, the head demon, right? He- he's, the- he's the Don Corleone. Fauci's like, a, you know, he's like a, a-, a-, a wingman. But Collins is the guy. But they're going to try to radically change all the narrative and clean up everything they did between now and the new Congress. What what we should what give us a minute on what we should be prepared for to be ahead of that, so we know what they're trying to do to us. No, we know they're gaslighting us. So we've already seen it. Uh, there's the blame game with the CDC. The CDC is responsible for uh, interjecting essentially the CCP treatment protocol of masking, lockdowns, et cetera, the authoritarian measures. You're going to see that become the dominant narrative. There will be a down, continual downplaying of the adverse events 
and the all-cause mortality in efforts to suppress any discussion on that, um, yet you're seeing it leak out from all over the world. You're going to, right now, the World Economic Forum and the World Health Organization in particular are gearing up their media uh, manipulation campaign. They've hired thousands of people, and they've literally hired a self-professed communist to head up their uh, propaganda campaign, which is to say their uh, efforts to quell misinformation, which is any information that's different from the official uh, World Health Organization narrative. So what we're going to see is a concerted effort to ramp up censorship, uh, deplatforming. Twitter is going to go on steroids. And uh, all we can do, and we're being very effective, we are not uh, without power. Alternative media is breaking through. Uh, corporate media is collapsing, as you saw in that article, Steve, that you read. And uh, we are moving to a world that will be dominated by individuals selecting their own media sources. And a uh, war room is a key part of that. So I think the main thing that people can do is continue to identify alternative media sources and link up to those in the event that there is a concerted effort to further deplatform. And the thing we're worried right, about right now is shutting down Stripe. So indirectly, they can shut down Substack. Yeah, give us your Substack because your stuff's great. You're up on Getter. What's Getter, Substack, and then when's the book coming out? Book's uh, scheduled to come out September 27th. I think that that's going to be the Kindle version first uh, because the printing time is just not there. Uh, the Substack, uh, please do subscribe. And it's our main uh, platform for supporting ourselves now. Uh, I'm not uh, rattling the tin cup, but uh, just just be aware of that. rwmalonemd.substack.com. And Getter, of course, is our main platform at rwmalonemd, as you're showing there. Thank you, Steve. Dr. Malone, thank you very much. Let's go now to uh, Julie Kelly. Uh, the situation in Michigan, the trial, the FBI, the FBI is essentially on trial. Julie Kelly is doing amazing work over it. Her own, uh, her own Twitter feed and also American Greatness. Julie, what is going on in the Whitmer uh, situation, ma'am? So this is the second trial for two defendants, Adam Fox and Barry Croft, who were charged, arrested in October of 2020. They've been in jail ever since. April was the first trial. Uh, uh, two men were acquitted, found not guilty, and made their defense that the FBI had entrapped them, which of course they did. Jury could not reach a conclusion on Adam Fox and Barry Croft. Government immediately decided to retry them. That trial started on August 9th, eight days of testimony, mostly government witnesses. Uh, it went to the jury yesterday morning and uh, late morning and they're back deliberating this morning no verdict yet so how you you've you've watched this following one i mean it's kind of shocking that the government didn't make their case with all their resources the first time they retried these guys and they did it right away what's your sense of of the government's case as they as they was there anything new that they produced this time or is this more the kind of same sham that it was the first time when the jury acquitted two of the guys Right. So I think the government's case is weaker just structurally because they these six federal defendants were charged with conspiracy to kidnap, 
So conspiracy has to be two or more people. Well, you've got two men who were found not guilty. They're out of the equation. You've got two other defendants who pleaded guilty under tremendous pressure by this DOJ, as you can imagine. Um, they took the stand at the first trial. They weren't convincing. They were less convincing this time, except for the fact, Steve, that the judge this time put time limits on the defense attorneys questioning the government witnesses, the two defendants who pleaded guilty. The judge for the first time, really unprecedented in a criminal case, certainly the judge in this case, Judge Jonker out of Western Michigan said it was the first time he'd ever done it, put limits on the defense attorney's cross-examination time of these two defendants. Um, so you could see the judge is clearly tipping the scales. Hold, hold on, hang on, whoa, 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 whoa. Hang, hang, ho, 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 stop. How do you put yeah. a time limit on a cross? I thought you had, you could take as much time as you want to, to go through all the information. How do you, what is even the concept of a time limit? How did that even come up? He, uh, Judge Yonker, repeatedly interrupted defense attorneys, um, overruling them, uh, really siding on behalf of the government on all of their objections. Um, and at one point, Steve, after the jury was dismissed in the first week, he really scolded defense attorneys and said, you're wasting the jurors time with all this quote unquote crap. Well, you've got the biggest domestic terror investigation in recent history. This was a terror, prize enter uh, a terror enterprise investigation, according to the FBI, and we're wasting jurors' time. I mean, this was crazy. So, of course, the defense attorneys made a huge argument. Didn't matter. Um, but the whole fact that the judge, who did not put limits in the first trial, even though there were four defense attorneys and now there's only two, an important cross-examination of the motives of these two defendants to plead guilty, retracting their initial, uh, um, what they initially told investigators versus what they're saying on the stand now. It was absolutely outrageous. Um, so that's the only reason, I think, one of the big differences in this trial. But besides that, Mrs. Lincoln, it was a great play. But hang, hang on a second. What was the defense attorney going through when he says you got to stop this crap? What what were what was the area of inquiry they were making and either the cross or statements they were making? So at this point, they were basically asking the defendant what sort of sweeteners the DOJ offered in exchange for their cooperation and their plea deal. So this resulted, of course, as you know, Steve, much lower sentencing uh, provisions, recommendations conspiracy to kidnap weapons of mass destruction well, hold this it. Did, didn't one excuse me didn't one guy also get a bonus or something this how could that be crap wasn't this central to the case of how some of these guys were incentivized you're telling the audience that the judge said to the defense guys that this was line of inquiry was was crap about the incentivization that's the that the judge said that I don't remember if it was specifically related to the main informant who made $60,000 in seven months working as an informant, um, but he was very frustrated with the defense taking so much time, but it only was eight days of testimony. Um, it was far shorter than the first trial, of course, but this was important. And what the defense attorney once said, look, this is a 6A violation unconstitutional, unfair. It also is unfair to the jury as they want to know the full story, especially how these two defendants, who, by the way, live 800 miles apart, Barry Croft and Adam Fox, the two men on trial again, how they cooperated with the two guys who pleaded guilty. This was really critical testimony. 
And the judge shut these defense attorneys down. So I'm thinking if these two men are convicted, highly unlikely, that is a strong basis for appeal. I'm not an attorney, but I'm not not stupid. You can sort of see how this would be a no-brainer. One of the one of the tells when this thing first came out in October of 2020, remember, let's be blunt. The FBI, which is the a modern new American Gestapo. Yeah. And I don't care if Chris Ray doesn't like it or the media doesn't like it or MSNBC gets all up in a Twitter. They are the American people agree with us. Remember, only 26 percent strongly disagree. So that means we got 75 percent of the country and we're coming even for more of that. The yeah. FBI is going to be. um uh, investigated, it's going to be defunded, it's going to be deconstructed, and it's going to be dissolved. And this is one of the many examples. The FBI did this, and this whole thing was brought up right before the Trump, right before 2020. This was a total political hit. And make Gretchen Whitmer, like, there's a huge assassination attempt, and it was, look at these Trump people, they're out of control. The whole nation should look. These people are dangerous terrorists. They're all dangerous terrorists, right? And this was all done. This was another lie. This was the FBI politicizing this. There's nothing here. There's nothing here. This is a sham and a joke, and this is what the Gestapo does. This is like a Nazi trial, okay? And Whitmer should be voted out, should be turfed out as governor. She went along with this, right? All of it. They did this in October, and every night on Rachel Maddow, this was nonstop. They tracked this thing, boom, all the way through. Look at Trump's supporters. They're domestic terrorists. They're trying to assassinate good governors like Whitmer. It was all a lie. It was all an FBI plot, an FBI plot to do this. That's how out of control. And then they took the guy, the head guy, and he goes to D.C. He's part of the Fed's direction. Chris Ray and the FBI understand something. It's all going to come out. Preserve your documents. Preserve your documents. Preserve your documents. It's all coming out. Julie Kelly, we got to bounce. How do people fo- follow you on Twitter and American Greatness? Because this one's as important as they get, ma'am. All my work is at am- amgreatness.com. I'm right now on the open line waiting for any update in terms of the jury uh, deliberations. As soon as there is a verdict announced, I will be uh, covering it live on Twitter, Julie underscore Kelly, too. Julie Kelly, you've done a great, amazing investigative work on this and coverage. Just been incredible. Uh, look Thanks forward to having you back, you. ma'am. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. She's amazing. So Mike Lindell, Mike, uh, thank you for coming. Mike, uh, so many people at yesterday after your hit, uh, and not just that, now a lot of people that weren't there again looking at the, what went on at the at the summit. And I want to spend more time on that, but I want to be very specific. This 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 deadline of 3 September, my phone's blowing up. The war and posse is all over this. They want guidance because it's action, action, action. Tell us exactly what that date is, why it's important, and what do people have to do locally to make sure that we get the documents preserved? Okay, well, first of all, I got a lot of breaking news, but I'll tell you that real quick. Um, okay. the, um, uh, the people going to, you, you, you can go to Frank's speech, or you could, before they just completely cut everything of all my servers in Detroit. Um, and, uh, ho, ho, what, have, what, 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 hold they, on, what happened? Okay, this weekend, Google took down all of my AdWords. I just found out this morning. So and when you Google things this weekend, if you Google Moment of Truth, Mike Lindell, if you Google Frank Speech, you couldn't see anything. They blocked it. Then this morning, they cut my servers to Detroit. I own all my own servers. I was sabotaged. Right now, we got this live stream up that they're watching right now, Steve, your war room. And um, they... Um, uh, what we're doing now, we do have stuff on a hard drive from the weekend, so we're putting 
the Casbolt records, the inside the machines, the Clint Curtis, which is the Democrat whistleblower that did the first algorithms, and all the Dennis Montgomery stuff. We're putting everything up on the Moment of Truth Summit dot com as we speak. They want to play. They want to play with this. Uh, now I'm really. They've really upset me, Steve. I'll tell you. And and hang on. We we got to take a commercial break. Short break. Yeah. Mike Lindell next. Are you feeling frustrated and powerless in the face of sky high inflation? Well, here's what you can do about it. Take a minute and go to this website, preparewithbannon.com. You'll find what I call inflation-fighting food. This is emergency food, the kind that stays fresh for up to 25 years. It not only stays fresh, it stays affordable. You see, at today's prices, this food works out to around $2.50 a meal. And it will stay at that price today, tomorrow, and in years to come. When food prices may be out of control, that few of us can even afford to eat. In other words, you'll lock in affordable food for years to come. Now think about that. You can lock in the price of food today for years to come. Right now, save $250 on a three-month emergency food kit when you go to preparewithbannon.com. My Patriot Supply is offering their lowest price in years to keep you into food that's cheap. This will help you fight inflation. So go to preparewithbannon.com right now. Preparewithbannon.com. Lock in these prices at today's prices. Preparewithbannon.com. Do it now. Use your agency. Action, action, action. Okay, welcome back. We're coming directly back to the show since we've got so much to get through in the D block. And I still got one of the moms on that I'm trying to get in, but there's breaking news on Michael. So, Mike Lindell, tell us once again what's happened. They took the servers down. Because I did have people, it's interesting, I did have a lot of people saying, hey, it's really tough to see the summit this weekend. People were telling me the whole time, and we were telling them to you know, download the app, et cetera. Yeah. But people definitely had a problem. So, tell us what went on. Well, we were crippled this weekend. It, the same thing happened when I put the movie out, Absolute Proof. They took away Google, Bing, DuckDuck, Yahoo. You couldn't, you could not Google Moment of Truth or Mike Lindell. I couldn't, you couldn't buy my AdWords. They took away the ability for me to put AdWords up there. In other words, if you put in uh, Moment of Truth, you got something that had nothing to do with this weekend. So I expected to have a quarter million dollars of bills at Google alone, and I get in this morning and it's $100. I go, what? What happened? And none of the media is attacking me. No media is talking about the weekend, the most bombshell, shocking stuff that the, the world has ever seen for this to save this country. And then, Steve, this morning, I went to come on. It was a half hour. I got in here to get on your show, and we find out they sabotaged Frank's speech, cut the things for my servers. I own all my ser own servers. In Detroit and Dallas, both of them have been sabotaged. But we we had a backup plan, as as everyone's seeing right now. If you're watching at Frank Speed, this is just our separate CDN, so they can always see our live stream. So we're doing this right now. Everybody's watching the live stream. The whole site's down, but we have a backup plan there. They don't want you to see the way to get Casbolt records. They don't want you to see inside the machines. They don't want you to see this nerd Kurt Curtis that came forward and said. He wrote the first algorithms, and uh, he's going. He's a Democrat. He he uh, put his heart on on the table at the summit, and they don't want you to see Dennis Montgomery, the case we just dropped in uh, in 
Nevada but, yesterday hang. to release all his information. I'm going to get to Alabama. You've got some traction on this. I do, I do want to, you know, we announced we reached out to both um, um, uh, Smartmatic and we reached out to Dominion about coming on the show to respond, not in a debate, to respond right. what Mike had of the weekend. Both of them, by the way, very politely came back and said, hey, look, since we're in litigation, we can't do it. But uh, they sent the links, and we're going to put it up on the site and push it out so you can take a look. They did send the links to their defamation suits against the different news organizations and against Mike. And so we're going to put it all up. And if you haven't had a chance to read it, I do recommend you read it. You should read it. They're voluminous. It's there. Look, we're, we're in a adversarial advocacy system. You'll see uh, their complaints against the news organization. You'll see your complaints against Mike, et cetera. And I think it's particularly compelling given the information Mike put up this weekend in the 50 states. So you ought to see both. You got, and we're going to, oh, at War Room, right. we're taking cuts. We're going to push out different cuts of it. They got both defamation suits from Smartmatic and from Dominion will be up there, and I recommend everybody take a look at it. Uh, Mike, let's go to the cast votes, because this has got kind of a timing thing on it. I'm going to go back, Steve. I'm going to tell everybody they can also see my evidence that I've had from January 9th, because now the Dennis Montgomery evidence was put into a lawsuit in Nevada to release it to the country. We need to get that gag order lifted, so that's what they're afraid of. But yeah, hang, on, let, let, hold, hang on. Let me ask you in Arizona, real quickly: Arizona, Nevada, and now Alabama. Just real quickly, give us a summary where the suits are. Where do you have standing, and where do you have traction? Where where we got a shot to adjudicate this in a court? Okay, separate well, from Alabama, your defamation lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona was the first one. It was a, a miracle about a month ago. A judge said, "I'll look at the machine evidence. I will look at it." And he's still looking at it. We had a great hearing out there. And we said, boy, if he, if one judge does it, maybe another one will. Well, Alabama uh, just yesterday said, I'll not only look at it, but the, uh, the attorney general for Alabama, or not the attorney general, the defendant, uh, uh, the state of Alabama said, well, we don't want to talk about the relief of, uh, of not having machines. And the attorney general or the judge ruled, I guess it was the judge ruled, oh, no. We're gonna we're gonna rule. Uh, you're gonna look at everything. You're gonna look at getting rid of these machines. They're gonna look at this is what the whole lawsuit is is to get rid of the machines in Alabama before the 2022 election. So Steve, we're working these cases, these preliminary injunctions. One of the things we said at the summit: everyone, every state can do one. Just get an attorney, get money to cover the attorney. Reach out to us, and we will we will give you our template, and we get these going in all 50 states. Then from the bottom up, we have counties where you go to your county commissioner and your sheriff and you bring them the evidence there. We have a we have a digital uh, canvasser and we need the cast vote records. That was the big bombshell. We have nine days to get the cast vote records. They tried to stop us, everybody. You can email castvoterecords at frankspeech.com. We'll take care of you. You can go to um, um, themomentoftruth.com momentoftruthsummit.com. Go there. We're going to have the cast vote. Very easy. Here's here's what you do. It's a whole booklet, Steve, that you can just look okay. in there, get, you, get it ready, go up to your county clerk and get those records. Me, I, I'm going to go through the booklet tonight. Mike, we got to bounce. What, can people get to Lindell TV and, and Frank Speech right now? Tell us how you get access okay. yeah, to the network. Go to Emma Speech. Robinson follows us. She's a rock star so on, yeah, on yeah, your go channel. To FrankSpeech.com, so you guys, and Lindell TV. Go to FrankSpeech.com. Exactly. You're going to still see the live stream. We hooked that back okay. up. They cut everything else. Okay. You're, see, you're watching Steve yeah. right now. Emma Robinson is next. 
follows. Okay, for, um, Mike, thank you. I'm going to go through the booklet this afternoon. People got to no, know about this cast, folks. You, you keep fighting on, brother. They can't shut down Lindell. He's impossible. He's an armor-piercing shell. Real quickly, I want to, we had a technical problem earlier. Let's go to Bridget Ziegler. Bridget, I need you just to give where everybody's supposed to go today to support your candidacy in Sarasota. Walk us through how they get out to vote. Everybody that knows anybody in Sarasota or people in the general Sarasota area, where do they go? Uh, you have to find your precincts, so go to sarasotavotes.gov. Uh, to find your precinct. And it, again, today we have the opportunity to flip the board to a conservative majority. In a conservative county, it's been you know, majority led by liberals. So everyone needs to show up in Sarasota County, uh, find your precinct by going to sarasotavotes.gov and show up anytime today between seven uh, up until seven o'clock p.m. tonight. So we need everyone to show up and vote and contact your friends and family. If you guys, if we show up, we the numbers, we win and we have a majority uh, for our school board. Do you do you have social media? I do. So go to Bridget A Ziegler and on Twitter at Bridget A Ziegler or Bridget A Ziegler on Facebook. Z e i g l e r Ziegler. Z i e g l e r. Got it. Knew I had it wrong. Okay, Bridget. We'll we'll check in with you this afternoon. Very important the Sarasota area, and throughout the state of Florida, it's game day and it's Mom's Day. On early Mother's Day, go vote for these amazing women that are running for the school boards. Okay, we're going to be back. You think it was crazy this morning? You ain't seen nothing yet. Come back here at 5. It's going to get even crazier in the two-hour evening, afternoon show of the world. See you then. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. They put Peter Navarro in leg irons for simply doing his constitutional duty. Now they want to put Peter in prison for standing up for Donald Trump. Please go to Amazon right now and order Taking Back Trump's America to help fund Peter's legal defense. Taking Back Trump's America provides a critical MAGA blueprint to put Trump back in the White House in 2024. Buy Taking Back Trump's America on Amazon today. If they can put Peter Navarro in prison, they can come for all of us.